When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Julia Show here on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us. Good show lined up for you today. We're going to talk movies and maybe a little theater. Chris Hewitt coming in. That'll be next hour. Going to give you a chance to win tickets to see uh, Oprah's Big Extravaganza in January with special host Tina, guest host Tina Fey. We'll do, uh, do guest the celebrity voice for that. And it's a Thursday. That means we'll get a visit from uh, Matt. Uh, what's his name again? Balanger. There you go. <laughs> All right. So stick around. I know I even DVR'd KSP Eyewitness midday, midday News to see what they were reporting on. And uh, then I forgot to watch it. Yeah, that'll happen. <laughs> sure that'll happen. I know the weather came up that. and I saw something about stuff the sleigh. Okay, and- there was a major accident on the way when I came into work. A car flipped over 94 on from one side to the other side. Major. Oh so I hope everyone's okay. Yeah. That's because that would be probably a topic. Yeah. That you would hear hear about. Well, yeah. I mean, by I, the, I haven't seen that. By the way, Julia. Yes, dear. I'm you you bought. I know. I'm glad it didn't keep you from getting to work on time. Oh, you know me. You're I really, found you've, every side street and every other lane to go in. Yeah, you've been. Uh, Donnie and I have noticed your prompt arrival these days. Oh, stop it. <laughs> I guess Just, prompt isn't the word that came to no, mind. No, but it was more <laughs> than 1.30 ish. You know, well, you're, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, you really have it down to a science I'm how long you, it takes you to get I here. do, but today it was a little. You know, yeah. thrown up, but I yeah. I do. So I'm dying to know. Bowling. You still have a shoulder. Your arm is still working today. First of all, I had so much fun. Did you? It was it was so fun because uh, you did it for so long, and then you were without your. I basically been bowled like a first season. You know, because last year I had my foot. Last year I was dealing with the foot injury. The oh, lady God. who stepped on my foot at the wedding at the St. Paul Hotel jumped during the song "Jump." I remember this. I jump. was fake jumping. Yeah. Just springing from my knees because I had a jumpsuit on so you couldn't see that I was fake jumping. She was 30 and for real jumping. And then yeah. when she jumped, bam, right on the top so of my So that foot. was happening for so like I three months or something. Yeah, that was like whatever. Anyway, so I bowled last night and it was uh, it was my f- uh, friend Jenna, you know, who used to work here. Yes. And then the uh, Joe and Tim, who are two brothers who... For eight years, I thought they were the same guy. And this is so funny that this now is my they're blondest on your team. Moment. Yeah. Now they're on the team. I wish the, the story would have been they were on your team. 
When, N- not when then. Got, no, they were on a completely different team. It's so team. funny that they're on your team now. Yeah, they're on our team. Did you guys win? What'd you bowl? Well, I'm setting my average, so we, we didn't know. But um, based on, you know, bowling is like golf and many other yeah. sports. You, when you return, No, but when you return to it, like, remember I bowled a game maybe a month ago, mm-hmm. and I rolled a 178, you were in D.C.? Yeah, huge. And I'm feeling all cocky, you know, wow, I got it. It's forcing me to be more accurate. All of a sudden, I mean, I really talked myself into... Being a pro. You know, I'm a, we're paratrolled. I'm going to be even more lethal. Sure, because it hurt for so long. Before. Oh, was it a humbling... Well, I mean, my first game was okay. It was like 138, you know, which is... I'm like a 145, so I didn't feel too bad about sure. that. But then it just, then I bowled like a 101. Oh, my territory. And then I bowled like a 117, but I'm setting my average for the night. So, uh, so that's all right. It's okay because you don't want to bowl out of your mind. But it's all my familiar feelings about really what a rotten, inconsistent bowler I am. They just came rushing back. I remembered all of that. And then I, we just quickly, you know, I You're just... You're there for fun. Yeah, we're there for fun. That's kind of like, yeah. okay, so the tennis on Thursday nights, because mm-hmm. I have a bye tonight, which is really hard to do. Yeah. Oh, God, um, you get a night off. But, you know, some nights we play so late and stuff, and it's like, it's not... At, we're not at home. We're not sitting on our couch. We're out right. having fun, right. being social, doing something. That's how I look at it. It's fun. It, yeah, just and it was fun. Just to be consistent and get out of your house. But it was also... I was like, I have bowled for so many years, and mm-hmm. I have just been... Um, you know, I have a few highs scattered throughout the bowling season to keep me coming back. Yeah. But it's a lot of uh, but you bad. Had fun. Yeah, and I did mean, did you bring the cards or how did you? Get I, we we're, we're we're doing some half nude women cards right now, which I don't mind because they have drink recipes, and I always enjoy looking at a pretty <laughs> look at the women scantily clad woman. I'm multitasking even on, on a playing the, card. Even on the playing oh card. Oh my gosh. That sells it all. Yeah. I believe it. No, they're like, you know, like in a... They're just topless. No, no. They have tops on, but they're very, very you know. tiny tops. Oh. So they're kind of nice. And, so you, you play know, poker. Yeah, we play poker. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so I'll, I'll have to get some other cards. But yes, we were just really just giggling and, and having I fun. I bet everyone was happy to have the entertainment back. Well, I mean, I felt good about just being back in my little, you know, they've got those scooped out oval seats. I love that. At the bowl, they all twist in one oh, direction. Oh, I love those little, chi- yeah. And then we, our team was bowling close to, um, at the bowling alley, because we're not a full league, they have open bowling. Oh. And there were two very different dates happening at the lanes a couple doors down. Still so a great date. It had a lot of fun. M- Coming up with the end of the night stories. Sure. And of course, I came up with, you know, uh, this the best. no one done. And we don't want to hear <laughs> no. it, though. No, that's fine. No, no, yeah. That's fine. I, I only made, you know, a couple of people blush a couple times. So, <laughs> that's is not this bad. a success? Yeah, I mean, I, I've lost my touch. Bar, it's a low bar. Touch. It's a low okay. bar. Yeah. I can All do right. much better. Yeah. All right. Well, there's goals. <laughs> there you go. Season, bowling season goals. <laughs> Okay, so you were going to share the life of someone with us really quickly, oh, yeah. weren't you? yeah, John Bream yesterday. Uh, this was in the Star Tribune, Sweeter Than Honey from a Bee, which is a quote by Paul Metza about uh, Twin Cities blues soul hero Willie Walker. Some people know him as Wee Willie Walker. 
He died in his sleep at the age of 77. And he kind of got a late career resurgence. Mm -hmm. And I mean, he was supposed to go to Chile this week. And I mean, he's headlining all over the place. And he just, you know, passed away in his sleep. And if you've got to go, that's a great way to go, though. But he was amazing. If you ever got to see Mm -hmm. him, he played at Shaw's and he'd play with Paul Metza and he would play at different festivals. And John Bream really had a great, great uh, story. But he, he called him the Twin Cities' finest soul singer, and Paul Metza just said he was the greatest soul singer since Sam Cooke, and he really wow. was really? Wow. amazing. Donnie, maybe you can find, I'll give you a song you could play. Um, you could play a okay. Wee Willie, let's see what would be a good song if there's something... Yeah, I don't know his material. Well, put him if you put him in the old Google machine. Um, you're gonna, so you're not going to give me a title? Just find something by Reed well, Willie Walker? Well, his last album was called uh, If Nothing Ever Changes, and he won um, the a Living Blues Festival Award that he got to accept in the in um, the south of France. And I mean, you know, in Europeans France. always really love their soul and R&B yes, they singers. Do. It's you so learn fun. that from um, Elton John. Do we? Yes. Because that's what they all listen to. All of them. Yeah, Sam Cooke, everybody, Otis Mm -hmm. Redding. All right, so anyway, uh, there's going to be just, if you were a fan of uh, Willie Walker, there's there's going to be a memorial at the Minnesota Music Cafe, which will be perfect. There'll be a lot of people. December 22nd. Oh, all right, great. All right, so listen, uh, we'll maybe find a song and play that when we come back. We are going to do something different. Don't tell him. All right, we'll be right back. <laughs> to Hollywood speak, Brandy okay. Glanville, one of your favorite all-time housewives of all she time. She really, she really is. She got booted from Bravo's Beverly Hills Housewife several years ago. Yes. Occasionally makes a one-and-done appearance on her podcast this week. Here's what she says, and I'd like you to Hollywood speak it. I will be back a little bit, and that is all we know right now. They're throwing her a bone. She gets to be in one episode. Which she's already filmed. She's already been in. And she's waiting to see yeah. if she's going to be invited That's to exactly anything right. else. People are calling her a Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. She's not even going to have friend status. No, she isn't. She just gets friend paid the SAG uh, after whatever for daily just rate. for filming. Yep. And showing up at a party probably to stir the Camille Grammar pot. pot. There you go. Because they had a Twitter fight at the end of, uh, at the reunion or something. Um, Something last year. It was just an out loud Twitter fight at the end of the season, conveniently. That's one way of getting the producer's attention. I'm going to tell you something. I've never met a hungrier, um, more unlikable woman. She's, She's reality series. Remember when I went up to her at Craig's? I like you, but Julia doesn't. You got that. Yeah, the stinky fish. Remember the lawsuit? Oh, boy. Google it. Brandy Glanville. This is last year at Craig's, and we see Erica Jane. We see Brad Gorowski's husband. But Brandy Glanville was a couple of years before that. Oh, yeah. We're at the bar. Right. Oh, Brandy, I love you. I love you. Julia doesn't like you. No, no, no. I love you, my friend. Julia thinks you're a slut. (laughs) And I thought she was going to slap me, but instead she started laughing. And that was when I was in the bathroom with Deborah Messing getting the uh, mascara. Juliana Margulies. Juliana Margulies. Yeah, and it was one of them. Yeah. Look see, at, look see, at Lori and I. Each we're other's an old married, married couple. couple. <laughs> Jinx. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Anyway, so there you go. Uh, Jax Taylor, you know, from Vanderpump Rules, uh, Stacy Sh- Schroeder posted a photo of her uh, feet in some little sparkly shoes on Instagram, and she wrote... Um, Long night at BravoCon. Just a, just a girl out here trying to make Liza Manilli proud with that bling, and a, someone on her Insta comment said, those look like old lady feet. And Jax, her ex, defended her feet. And yeah, defended her why feet. Why do feet need defending? <laughs> I know. Why why waste your time defending someone's feet? Oh yeah. Wow. Okay, that's just too All that screams is your insecurities. Talk about women empowering other women. You're exactly the kind of woman we don't need today. I hope she blocks you. You need Jesus, sweetie. I feel bad for you. It goes on and why on. do people spend time doing this? Uh, why didn't he feel like more feel like this about her when they were dating? I know. It's just not even worth it. I don't know why you'd even bother. Those are some seriously cute dancing. Very cute. Vegas hoover Very shoes. Very cute. All right, there you go. And we're in the market. Kanye West had to halt the construction of his Kanye cult amphitheater that he's building in Wyoming. Why, Julia? Because they don't want him there, first of all. Well, no, a, this is on his property. Okay, because there, he had to halt it for, um, because there were too many trucks coming in and out on the one-lane road. I don't know why he had to halt it. Uh, he is halting it because, let's call it Wyoming's version of Parks and Rec. He forgot to get all the necessary permits oh, sure. oh, for details. digging up. Yeah. Um, yeah. His property is 70,000 square feet. That's a lot. Okay, the ranch is called Monster Lake Ranch. Mm-hmm. And apparently they were moving tons of dirt to lay the construction foundation for this amphitheater that he's yeah. building. But he forgot to get all permits. It wasn't even him, Laurie. His his builder, whoever is in charge of the project, forgot to get the permits. Oh, no. They kept doing it, even after they were told to stop. So they had to padlock <laughs> the equipment. They just kept going. Oh, well, this reminds me of okay. really rich people like that guy Hadid, Hadid Sky Dad and the Beverly in Beverly Hills who built the house that everyone said stop building, stop building, and he keeps. It's like I Bella don't, Hadid's yeah. and Gigi's dad, that guy Mohammed with the spaceship. The Hollywood speak on this is rich people think that crap doesn't stink and that, they can do whatever they want. That they don't have to do this. Yep. Whoa. That's what I'm saying. They, yeah. have no they don't have to follow the rules. Nope. Why should they follow the rules? They'll pay their way out. All right. You know what I'm saying? Pete Davidson covers paper magazine dressed like a Ken doll right down to the plastic man, man mound, mound. <laughs> um, that he's got going on. Uh-huh. And uh, here's what he says. It's really a great photo shoot. Did you look at any I of did. the photos? Okay. Yeah, and papers are really, this is the one that did the picture of Kim Kardashian with the champagne on her butt. Oiled up like yes. a Krispy Kreme they donut. They do really outrageous photo shoots. Yes. Yes. So here's, it's not just his big D energy that's keeping his girlfriends happy. It's his sense of humor. Here's what he tells papers. spoils them. My love language when I'm in a relationship. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm -hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. 
all the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters and what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Chip is I treat the person I'm with like a princess. So that's called um, <laughs> gifts of affection or something because there's five love languages. So it's yeah. like giving you gifts of affection or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it right. Right. But wow. Is Lovely. It, more, Bring it on. More people should think that way. Absolutely. About, I Who mean, doesn't want gifts of affection? I, I, yeah, I treat Bring every girlfriend. On. I try to go as a above and beyond as possible because that's what you're supposed to do if you're in a relationship you're supposed to just make that person feel as special as possible now we know why he is such great success with women with women well who doesn't want to be doted on and you know if it's at the right to the right extent a lot of guys don't know this you know know. this but they don't last well, it doesn't matter. He said, though, if in the article, okay, we've got someone who's disrupting us in the studio. Yeah. That guy whose name Lord. we can't pronounce. Boy. Yeah. He's early. I know. I know. He's we early. we put a padlock on the door and he picked me up. <laughs> hey. But the thing that he said about this, if because I heard a little bit more about the story, was that he learned with, I believe, Ariana Grande, is that he lavished, continued to buy gifts and do stuff like big time and learn that. That wears thin after a while. It doesn't feel real. It doesn't it's like feel you real. You got to slow down. So he's learning how to do it in more in moderation. And like you said, with words, maybe words, post-it notes, notes funny things you yeah. hide, or little, you know, doing laundry or picking up something extra or flower. Yeah. I mean, there's just simple ways to show gratitude. Yeah. All right. Very good. You're doing very well with all this Am Hollywood I? speak at three twenty. Here's another one uh, that I'm very interested in your take on. Chris <laughs> Martin reveals Coldplay will not tour until concerts are environmentally friendly. So I would like you to please explain. Um, this is going to be difficult because there's a lot of things. If you start with the, I mean, what define environmentally friendly? He wants the tour to be sustainable. How can they harness the resources? I'll tell you something that I found about Coldplay and I complained about it bitterly. Remember, we all had to put those big, huge plastic light-up things so yes. that they would light up in time with the music. Yes. And I said, these will be in landfills forever. You did, you did at the be- Super Bowl. It, you, but they did it did at, at Excel. Concert. You're right, they did. And they did it all these concerts all over the place. Everybody had to be have their stupid Fitbits on. And I remember just thinking, are you guys crazy? Those are never going to be recycled for My one Hollywood time My Hollywood speak use. is this is never going to happen. Yeah. They're going to need the money at some point and go out on tour. But they could start with that. Lori, I agree. Jeez, that that just bugs me so much because I just thought that was such a waste. I thought 64,000 people times... 120 yep. cities, all these. I mean, Casey had to like, we had to like use like a almost a bolt cutter to get those stupid things off. To get those dumb off. things off. Yeah, yeah. That's how big and hard plastic they were. Oh. I feel good to get that off my yes, shoulder I again think it's a four good years thing. later. I think it's a good thing to get off. Woo, here's another one for you. Uh, oh, Julia. <laughs> this just <laughs> makes me sad. Well, we don't have time for it. All right. Don Say Johnson. Quick. It's foolish to have animosity with your children's mother. No, I can't agree more. 
You agree. Yeah, I agree. I can't agree more. No, I agree. Yeah. I agree. 100%. All right. Antonio Banderas says, I love her and I'll love her till the day I die. She's my family. I'll just say he gives the better answer about next. Absolutely. Because that's the truth. Isn't it sweet? Mm -hmm. All right. Listen, we come back. We are going to hang on a sec. Let me get mad at you. It's that time of the week. Time for... It's Matt Belanger. 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 Is that it? It's Matt Belanger. No. Belanger. Want to try again? It's It's Matt Belanger. Juliet, that's not even how you pronounce Bazinga. It's, it's Matt Belanger. Don't listen to them. It's Matt Belanger. It's Matt Belanger. Belanger, Buck Langer. It's Matt Belanger. <laughs> Something. Oh. Oh, Matt. That guy is here, Matty B. Hello, everybody. Hello, Eyewitness Midday News. You're obviously done doing the news for the day. Yes, yes. Although news never rests. That's true. That's true. Listen, I'm sorry I burst in here and caused all kinds of ruckus. Just having trouble containing my holiday excitement these days. Are you, Are you excited? So excited? It is well, a week from do- today. I can't Thanksgiving. even believe it. Yeah, I don't know if you've uh, checked out the news studio downstairs recently, but they've decorated for the holidays. We have the garland up, and the Christmas decorations are there because we're right in the middle of that Stuff the Sleigh campaign. I saw that. And uh-huh. so we are, and the toys are arriving by the bagful every go? day. Where do you do guys well, do so here's we partner with uh, Minneapolis St. Paul Police, the Pinky Swear Foundation, Children's Home Society of Minnesota, and what we do is we collect the toys here at the studio. Uh, you can drop them off at Home Furniture, Warner Stallion, Spire Credit Union locations, and we're the gathering place. Right. And then those organizations go and will distribute all of these toys to kids across Minnesota nice. in time for the holidays to make yeah. sure that every child has something to open yeah, nice. you know, for yeah. the holiday. So it's, isn't that just a great effort? And, and we love, I mean, honestly, in a commercial break, some of us are, you know, checking out what's grow in the pile over there. It's for getting ideas maybe. if you guys have nieces or nephews <laughs> right? or yeah. kids and or seeing, And seeing what's hot. One and of the hot so toys. I thought maybe we could have a little little discussion about what's hot this year. Oh, some of your toys, I have no idea. Well, right, and some of them might have some shopping I, to do. Do you have any idea anymore? A toy? When's the last time you bought a toy? I know unicorns and mermaids continue I, I, to be popular as I our can, superheroes. I, bought, I buy little baby, brand new baby gifts, and that's about it. Yeah, okay. That's the smallest so toys. I yeah. checked with the stuff um, oh, that's really hot. I checked yeah. uh, Good Housekeeping. I trust them, a good organization. They kind Very of, much so. And, and they're on top of this, and they have identified the... Uh, you know, top toys of the year. Okay. So I have a couple here we can talk about. And some of them are kind of weird. All but right. you, uh, movies are a huge trend. Uh, for this kids? year, yeah, like well, not movies, like actual movies, but movie themes, like the oh, toys Frozen bringing the movies to life. And, yeah, you'll see this as a trend. But I have this. It says there's a zero gravity laser race car. It's on Amazon. It's about thirty dollars, and it can actually. You you said when we were talking about this before, Julie. You remember this from years past, but it'll drive up the, up wall, the wall or across yeah. the kids, ceiling. My, ours didn't go across the ceiling. This but says they it'll had upside enough. down. They had enough that they go up the wall, but I bet you could buy this also at Target and Walmart and right. in some stores. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, so but is this a gift that says six plus that the yeah, kid will love and the parents, parents will, will hate. go crazy because it could go up into a light or a vent and or be how lost fun, forever? How fun! How oh, yeah. fun! <laughs> or Maybe it'll fall it, off and hit you in the head. Who knows? But right. To, but right. anyway, apparently yeah. it's trending. It's really hot. Now, speaking of something parents might like, their kids love glitter. Yes. Adults sometimes love glitter, too. Mm. Let's be honest. But kids love glitter. And there is this thing called a sprinkle art shaker. It's by the geniuses at Crayola. Uh, it's $18. 
And it's five plus for the ages. And basically, it allows kids to play with this glitter in this screen. I mean, it kind of looks like an etch a sketch a little bit. A little bit. But the the genius about this is no one likes to clean up glitter. And Crayola solved this. They can layer on the glue and sparkles to make 3D images, but the glitter stays in the case. And then it's uh, collected in the tubes neatly to be reused again. I know somebody who who, their name is all over this. Yes. So your living room stays. Clean. <gasps> That's so fun. So the mm-hmm. glitter doesn't spill. No, somehow they. So it's engineered like a sketch. So right. maybe when you're doing it with. But they I can know. build it up. I, I don't know what it is, but it's genius. That's why it's, I said they genius. cracked the code with glitter. All right, so, Lori's keeping that one. I know she, uh-huh. she's not getting that page back. Baby Shark. We all know what that is. It's yeah. a, it's addictive. It is cute. Yeah, exactly. It's hot. Did you know the YouTube video of that's been seen too? Billion, billion. I remember times when I bee. first we first played it on randoms. Here. Yeah, and uh, so baby sharks a big thing for gifts this year. Uh, uh, Play Doh has uh, cutouts, so you oh, have like, like the Christmas cutout cookies. Shit. Yeah, kind of, but it, exactly like like you would make cookies with. But it's for Play Doh, and they have a baby shark. Let kit. me see what it looks like. Uh, it's at Amazon. It says it's fifteen dollars. Ages three plus. There you go. So you can actually like make the baby okay, shark. Okay, that characters. is a great idea. That Play Doh. I know that they've been doing this for a while, but I love it because it's like you know how much fun it is to use mm-hmm. to make sugar cookie cutouts for kids. Well, yeah. This is with Play-Doh. I like that. Okay, so, and then keeping with the baby shark thing, do you know what fingerlings are? Not potatoes. Fingerling potatoes, no, I know. No. <laughs> are they little finger puppets? puppets? Those little it's, things it's, you put yeah. on your fingertips? Apparently, some parents out there will know exactly what we're talking about. These fingerlings things are hot right now, and they have baby shark versions of these. Oh, They're inexpensive. They're about $7, $8. Yeah. Uh, and the kids, 5 plus, uh, go crazy with them. You can get them at Walmart. Walmart, And, um, you know, and actually when you wave one of them back and forth, kind of make like a yeah, waving yeah, yeah. motion, it'll play the song. Oh, my okay, God. <laughs> you know what's really cute about these is that... That they grab onto your because you can. You're like, looking up fingerlings. I am. Yeah, so you hot. can make them hold onto your finger. They're very cute. Yeah, and it's kind of a small, like a stocking stuffer yeah. idea. Yeah. This one. Do your parents? Does your mom still give you a stocking? No. Mm, Lori still gets one. I get. I, I get a nice phone call now. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't help the. And maybe if I beg nicely, uh, she'll help me if it. You know, with a little money in a card yeah, or something. Yeah. Right. But, there you go. So here's one that's kind of gross. Right. What is it? This, thing's, this thing's called no worse. Uh, this I couldn't. I did a double take when I found this on the. I couldn't believe it. It's called Treasure X Aliens. It says for some ooey gooey fun, kids can perform an alien autopsy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now that's pretty funny. <laughs> on these creatures, opening it gets graphic. Opening the stomach, removing the rib cage, and digging through the slimy innards to extract a mystery prize. It's like it's for like, future doctors. And it's, it's like I the old operation. operation. Yeah. I totally think it of the game Operation Port and Ranch Danker. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what they said with that. That's funny. $13 at Walmart. What's the age on there, Lori? That's a great thing. Five plus. Yes. I mean, for the boys, you know, something gross. I love it. Or the girls. You can squeeze slime out of the eyes and stuff. That looks Mm -hmm. like fun. I just thought it was kind of creepy, though. Did you have a Mr. Potato Head or Mrs. Potato Head? Yes, I always did. An oldie but a goodie's coming back. And uh, this year, it's a lot like the traditional, except... His mouth moves and talks. Oh, is do you put batteries in there? Do you pull a string in the back? Mm. No, it's like, you know, the pieces of it. Yeah, oh. he says more than 40 phrases and mm-hmm. sings a few oh. parodies. Mm-hmm. 
song parodies, I guess. And okay, then uh, when you take his mouth off of his face, he mumbles instead. <laughs> okay, that's kind of funny. Uh, that's $25 from Hasbro. You can get on Amazon, ages 3+. plus. Okay, we like to go into stores, so... You Joey said stores. don't. Okay, yeah. Amazon, Say Amazon. Well, all right. That's just where they got the pricing information yeah. from. Yeah, right. So a couple more quick ones. Uh, uh, there's a walking Buzz Lightyear. So, you know, Let Toy Story's still How hot. You know, so here you go. You can check out the oh, details on Oh, yeah, that'd be totally there. fun. But I thought of you two with this one. Oh, dear, Ooh, I'm there's, scared. Well, no, I mean, I might actually go buy this from a local retailer for you, of Thank course, you. here in the Twins. We like to shop local. It is called the Carpool Karaoke. Ooh, oh! The mic. And I, you know how, uh, what was that show where they were... In comedians in cars yeah. or whatever. And I mean, I, th- I could see you two with this thing. So what it is, is it's a, it's a microphone. And you tune it to your car radio. It's uh, 50 bucks, so it's kind of spending. Yeah, yeah, but, it's, right. but it tunes into your car radio and uh, and plays along to the station. You're listening to the song that's on. It hooks up in there. And you can sing along to the song that's on the radio. And you'll hear yourself through your car speaker. Oh, that's funny. Because we have to save my money on that. I in my head, I sound so much Lori, better when I'm singing. You, we do. Both of us have the big mics that yeah. you can play along with music. Mm-hmm. We use we these. use these. You, really? Oh yeah. yeah! I've spent like over a hundred dollars on mine. And here's the other thing. This is the toy I always wanted, and I never could get okay, growing here up. We go. I always want. This is the psychological This is the, this is the yeah. big spend. This is the big reveal. Power wheels. Oh, I love them. So this was the coolest thing ever when I was growing up. I remember, you know, the lucky kids got a big drivable car. They could cruise around oh, in the yeah. yard. Well, this is a Toy Story Four Power Wheel. Color graphics. It uh, has a pretend radio that plays songs. From the film, oh uh, it goes five miles per hour on oh, hard wow. surfaces or grass, and it's three hundred dollars. Oh okay. my! <laughs> yeah. My kids got these. Oh ones. wow, is right. <laughs> my kids got these from their grandma, and I thought they were yeah. gonna die. But they would go. We'd go to friends' house if they'd have them. My kids would just never get out of the car. Yeah, it, ever, ever, ever. There was a cabin next to ours, and just the kids. Will and Sam just so maybe, out there. Maybe we've uh, given some shoppers out there mm-hmm. listening some ideas here. Mm-hmm. By the way, for the record, my love languages are our, our physical touch and yeah. words of affirmation. Oh, okay. Tell you, tell me that you love me. Right. We and do hold love me. you. We <laughs> wanted to tell you we love you. And I'm sorry I made such a ruckus. See, today. stop. Yeah, the we love, love you. <laughs> the love language. Who were we talking about? Was giving the love language? Oh, Antonio. Yeah. No, we were just talking about um, Pete Davidson. Oh, Pete Davidson treating everyone like a princess. Yes. And what, he I he mean, was he, giving gifts. But that's how. I, that's what I want to receive. Yeah, not, you want to receive. I give differently. Okay, yeah. right. So you want touch and words. Yep, and I give. Um, I can give gifts, but that's not my number one. I think I do acts of service. Acts of service, which is like you're too busy, Lori, right now. I, you know, I know yeah. you got a lot going on, so yeah. I'll just take care of and doing the dishes for you or yeah. something like that. You know? I like to like bake sometimes that mm-hmm. show some love with some yeah. baking. You know, Ooh. in a nice apron. <laughs> Ooh. She's giving me a tingly <laughs> so, feeling with so that look words there. of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Quality time. Right. And physical touch. Yeah. All right, there we go. I don't know if we have any time, but did y'all catch up on the crown? <gasps> I'm oh. I'm four episodes in. Okay, yeah. We're I right just, about the same spot. Okay. I just finished three. Oh, so you yeah, saw Margaretology and then yeah. the one in Scotland. Yeah. Uh, with the disaster. The disaster. Yes. Oh my Aberfan. gosh. The next, the one after that, that makes me kind of upset slash mad slash frustrated. The Princess Alice. That's the, the one where the BBC comes that's and the makes the Princess Alice where the mom the and the documentary yeah. that's famous. So, I, th- I mean, can we talk about no. how it, but not like the plot, like how it's 
you know. Well, here's the thing. The frustrating thing about it. Here's the thing that is the most, I think, amazing right now watching The Crown with what the real life things that are happening across the pond with her her third son, Prince Andrew, Andrew, is that we know from past crowns, you know, in other seasons and also this year, the queen gets all of the morning papers every every single morning delivered to her so she knew sunday morning that prince andrew really screwed up by giving that interview so his uh, going out there and telling people oh you know Mm -hmm. he told his mom it was a great success and all this stuff and i'm like no we watched that show another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh, and we see them because that's how they find out about there's been Margaret scandals that have brought came to the queen that yeah. no one wanted to tell her. She's reading the damn papers. I j- but I just... <sighs> See, can I, I have a hard time when they take artistic liberty, and that's what I wanted with to, this historical with this, fiction, with this show, because I think the the queen is so sacred of of sorts that I I understand that the writers have to take some liberties in order to make the drama to make it a show, sure. so we all watch it. But that one episode in particular was quite opposite from what reality. So was. number four is that what you're talking about? The episode, right. yeah, have to do with the documentary. Yes, that the queen- it made all kinds. And I, you know, it's what happened in reality is yeah. the opposite of what you see in the well, show. And I actually felt cheated because I really didn't know. And then I googled, and I and then I found like the, the show kind of. But isn't everybody googling almost every time after the crown or something? Like you want to Google something like ever? Well, Margaret? I wanted to know about this. I do. Um, yeah, yeah, I Google all the, the time. Mind- you know, crashing in the Aberfan. I had no idea about Either that, I, and I was fascinated. By yeah. It. yeah, but I'm just say about the acting because uh, the Prime Minister Wilson, I believe, is his name, and then yes. the Queen, mm-hmm. and their their exchanges are so p- powerful and poignant. Yeah, they really are. That I I wrote yeah. it all. <laughs> yeah, I see you have today. Bona fide I took notes. notes. Yeah, because I just thought these are strong words. You're taking I, notes, and Lori and I are googling. Googling. <laughs> I don't really have a problem with that because yeah. it's a it's a TV show. But that's and we're good getting to know that good stuff, that episode is far from the truth. And you know what the magic about those exchanges are is is it's in the detail. Much like everything British, it's all in the nuance in the exchange between the prime minister and the queen in those scenes, as in the facial expressions yes. and, and her she's reaction. A woman of few words, right? yeah. Exactly. For so sure. fantastic. Yes. All right, listen. We come back. Thank you, Matt, so much. People can tune yeah. in. See you on KSP. No. 11 o'clock, 11 5 o'clock. Eyewitness News That's at midday. Right. And then we'll have some over on 45 TV at noon if you're interested. Okay, thank you, Matt. <laughs> Listen, we come back. We are going to give you an update from across the pond.
so sorry that hey everybody thanks for hanging out with us it's thursday a week yes, from it today is. is thanksgiving and hopefully a lot of people are ha- going to have a four-day weekend and um next good week. luck with your travels next week next week oh yeah yeah you know well, you're looking at me like it's crazy it is thanksgiving a week from today julia i know it feels weird that you it's booked already. the wrong trip you thought you were going November 20th, which was yesterday. Thank yeah. goodness you discovered that on Actually, though, Tuesday. I'm missing some very fun things this weekend in Bozeman. That it would have been all right, but isn't that funny? But the I, plan was you were oh, going because we do best ofs on that Thursday I and know. Friday. So. Yeah. Okay, so um, Prince Andrew continues to guarantee extended job security for the writing room of the Crown. With uh, uh, the, as, his, as the situation surrounding... His choice to be told to step down from all royal duties has gotten a little bit more scandalous. And um, Paul Burrell, who used to be a royal aide to Queen Elizabeth, gave an interview and said, yes, the queen would have known the next day after Newsnight that it was a disastrous interview um, because I... She's always gotten yeah. all of the papers. But so what you're saying is, so he had she he did the sit down interview on Saturday afternoon, and she would have got the papers Sunday morning, and then they had the meeting though, which with Prince Charles, not with Prince Charles, he's in New Zealand. He called, but he called and yeah. said, like I said, Andrew's got to go to save the monarchy. That's right. Yep, and so she had to tell her son. <sighs> Bye-bye. You are going to step down. Mm-hmm. And we've got um, royal reporter Victoria Arbiter reporting um, he, from across was, the pond. And it was so unnecessary what he did. It was ego to sit down. And I'm just going to make sure everyone knows the right story. It was ego. He wasn't prepped. It was a major Hubris. thing. Yeah, mm, totally. Mm, that mm, he would mm. even sit down and do the interview. And now he's lost everything. Yeah. And right. I don't see a way back in. Yeah, I know. I mean, every even uh, somebody with a beginning uh, sensibility of any PR would just be like, "What are right. you thinking?" And it's it's really he listened to himself and Sarah yes. Ferguson, yes, and maybe or maybe not his longtime royal aide Victoria something or other. We'll see if she sticks around. Right. All right. Here we go from uh, this royal reporter Vicky Arbiter. Victoria Arbiter. Victoria, good morning to you. Good morning. Uh, you read the tea leaves over at the palace pretty well. Is this a, a situation where Prince Andrew would have said, I need to step down, or was mm-hmm. he pushed? Pushed, I think, in a word. I mean, of course, nothing happens within royal circles without a committee. So there will have been a team of advisors. Prince Charles is currently in New Zealand on tour. He will have been brought into the conversation because, of course, he's next in line. And he's the one that really potentially suffers the fallout of of the damage Prince Andrew's done to the monarchy this week. Prince Andrew will have come in as well in order to save face. He was allowed to construct his own statement and deliver his own statement. But this was very much a case of the Queen and Prince Charles. Yeah, in reality, like, how severe is this punishment? Like, he wasn't exiled, right? He just has been told he will not have his royal duties anymore. Right, and I think that's incredibly humiliating. And I think Uh, this week has been so humbling for Prince Andrew. This is a man who has known, yes, his whole life. He's incredibly entitled. He's lived in this royal bubble. And it was the arrogance we saw come through in that Mm. interview. So I think he's probably reeling this morning. Can't quite believe that it's come to this. Because Prince Andrew as well thought that this interview was a good thing. He was trying to uh, manage damage control, I suppose, and distance himself from Epstein but he didn't he didn't and his reputation is in tatters he's disgraced beyond beyond belief his nickname used to be 
Air Miles Andy. Yeah. And and remember after Epstein was initially, when he was first convicted, that's when Prince Andrew got, uh, he was no longer allowed to be the trade envoy for the UK. Yes, that's right. So this has been a problem. There's been problems with him. And there's been problems specifically because of uh, the serial sexual predator, pedophile Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. Their relationship goes so far back. It's been a long time, and the queen has turned a blind eye. Let's take a listen to the next one. Victoria, how how real is the worry uh, over the pond? Pulled out of their relationship with Andy. He was trying to uh, manage damage control, I suppose, and distance himself from Epstein, but he didn't yeah. show Wasn't that it interesting? He was actually kind of surviving all of yeah. this Before until he, he did this uh, interview. Right. That's exactly right. Like All of these corporate sponsors that have pulled out of their relationship with Andrew this week, they all stuck by him until this interview, but then, of course, they all have to worry about their brand and their image. Victoria, how, how real is the worry uh, over the pond that the prince might face some sort of uh, legal uh, Mm -hmm. uh, entanglement here, whether it's civil, whether it's criminal, that there may be more to this. Obviously, the royal family likes to stay out of the fray of legal proceedings. But if Prince Andrew is telling the truth, he has nothing to fear. Whether or not he's telling the truth remains to be seen. Of course, they don't want to get tied up in an international uh, criminal investigation. But thankfully, Prince Andrew has now said what he should have said in the interview, which is that he will cooperate with authorities. He expressed sympathy. He showed regret. Had he done all of those things last Saturday, the outcome could have been very different. And And that's the thing that I don't understand is how he was so dumb not to have any idea how to... Entitled bubble of privilege. Yeah, I guess. That's it, Julia. I'm the prince, of course. They side with me. He'll still get to stand on the palace balcony during major family events like Trooping the Color. He still gets to call himself Prince Andrew. He'll get money from the Queen's private funds, but his like 300 and... $30,000 $30,000 allowance that mm-hmm. he got is gone. Is it gone. was for travel and expenses, but it's all for, gone. It was his royal allowance right. for all of his appearances. And um, and they're saying, and like you said this morning, I mean, you think about Beatrice and Eugenie, this, of course, will negatively affect them. And, and Prince Charles has said he wants to trim the royal family who's covered with security and all this stuff. And Beatrice and Eugenie, right, are yes. on the fringe of that. Yes. Prince, they already got their security cut a couple years ago. This yeah. has been something. She's horrified. And she's turned a blind eye to this for like a long time, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. And did she sign off on the interview? I no. think she did not. No. Yeah. Well, the royal reporter said, yes, she did. You, I don't believe it. I yeah. But that's what she, she said. She had said. to have because it was filmed in Buckingham Palace. I think we did know that. She just didn't know. But maybe she, she believed him that he would go into it and do the right he thing. He said, I've got it covered. He, yeah. did, he didn't tell her he was going to blow it. Oh, how horrible to find out how dumb and your son is 